Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into our vinyl pickup stuff we've been listening to. And that leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. If you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, because I know you got nothing better to do, go to all the social medias, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all of them. And you can find us there on all of those things at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And... Uh, we have Damn. a phone number. You can call us, leave us a voicemail, send us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And now that the boring intro is out of the way, let's get right into it. Uh, into the Fearless Beer Review. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. Uh, I have I have, I have have 90-minute IPA from from the from the Fishhead Doghouse. Dog yeah. yeah, that's that's that sucks. <laughs> that, uh Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, this is the ninety minute. They have a sixty, ninety, and a one twenty. So well, yeah, oh uh, yeah, I've had both of those or all three of those. All three of these. It's been yeah. a long time since I've had since I've had dogfish head fish fish dog foods. Last, the first time I ever had it was when uh, we were in New York. We were in New York at a bar at a bar, and that's how the New Yorkers talk. Bar. That's exactly how they talk. <laughs> <laughs> were you even twenty one yet? Yes. We were 21. Taylor was not 21. And so we found a bar that just didn't card her and then tipped well and then just kept coming back to that same bar. So that was <laughs> fine. But we had, uh, we, had, we had some dog fish head beers and they were fucking disgusting. And ever since then, maybe it's just, it's just the first taste was bad. I don't know. But I, I've, never, I've never found a dog fish head beer that I like. So mm-hmm. trying to, uh, I don't know, trying to, trying to see if this, is, if this has changed, if this has gotten better over the years or if it's still dog fish head shit <laughs> it's been uh, it's been several years since i've had one yeah it's been several years since i've had one of the dog fish heads also so this will be interesting <sighs> yeah that's i, I try to <laughs> avoid it I, I, I see it everywhere i see it everywhere and and i'll pretty much drink anything else but that you know i'll, I'll get a stella instead of that you know i just i terrible did you hear me do the little bare naked ladies thing right there? Before I did, I yeah, that? and I didn't want to. I didn't want to uh, encourage you. So I can't even. I can't even hold it in. It's so stupid. Oh god, <laughs> that one. That one's better than the Green Day one. No, it's not. Well, both are very <laughs> stupid, actually. So, um, right. anyway, I have um, I have a beer from a brewery called Almanac Beer Company in California. Here in California. Uh, this is a an IPA, a hazy IPA uh, that's called Bunny Hill. Bunny Hill IPA. It has a very very pleasant winter uh, label. It's uh, like it's all white with some glitter trees and some black rabbits, and it's it's a really cool label. I really really like it. And that's pretty much why I got this because the the label sold me. Um, but uh, yeah, Bunny Hill hazy IPA. It's six point one percent ABV. And it looks like it's a couple of years old. Well, not this particular beer, but this sty- this particular brand is about uh, it's a couple of years old. So, yeah, never had it, never heard of it, but I have had beer from Almanac. Um, 
and they're it's a pretty good brewery. So I've, I've had some good stouts from Almanacs. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, good stouts. Well, not the stouts, but the other stuff I've had. But I'm ready to to start drinking and and get this show get this show on the road. So you ready? Uh, I'm pouring. Can I pour? Well, you're taking a long time. This is what you should have done. It's a tall can. Yapping away. Like at least thirty nine ounces. You're pouring all thirty nine ounces. Yeah. It's it's one it's one pint and an extra three and a quarter ounces. Oh, okay. So nineteen point quarter ounce. Yeah, nineteen point quarter ounces. And that's exactly the amount that I said too. That's actually impressive. It's <laughs> not what all I right. said though. I know it's not what you said at all. You said a pint, but uh, are you ready? Well, I'm, now? Actually, I'm actually I'm actually still pouring because I had to look at the can <laughs> to to make that joke. But I'm done pouring now. I poured it in my Prana Paleo uh, BJ's glass. Here we go. Okay. Okay, what do you think of your dogfish head? I'm curious. It's not. It's not like disgusting. It's not really okay. good. It's not really good. I mean, it's it's nine percent. Oh God! You, you're drinking this to to get a good buzz going, really. Yeah. I don't think the flavor here is 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 something that I would I would I would chase. Okay. It's a, little, a little bland, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. It just tastes it's like fine. a it tastes like a generic IPA, but it's a little bit boozier. It, it's the ninety, right? The ninety IPA, or is it the one twenty? The ninety. Okay, I guess it makes sense. Nine percent ninety. So I, the one twenty is twelve percent. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, maybe that's why it was so disgusting. Yeah, that's just. I mean, nine percent. I feel is pretty much as as high as you should be going, as far as like IPAs are concerned. I agree. Well, but I think with any beer. I mean, I, it's just too uh, much. Oh, oh, hold on oh, there, dude. It's true. This, this weekend, brother, I got a, I got a bourbon barrel. I got a, 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 what do you call it? Bourbon County for us, Goose Island. Oh, left God. It, left, left it at Dave's house. Is, is it half percent. stout, right? Yeah. I assume. And you're going to force me to drink it when I'm out there this week? Everybody's going to drink a little, little, little bit of it. Oh, God. So gross. All right, but I'll drink it. I said I won't, I won't I be a bitch. It. I won't be a bitch. bitch All right. A bitch, um, a bitch, so a we have bitch. our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. What would you give the uh, this dogfish head? Mm, oh, let me get them a little, or a little sippers. Mm, a little sippers. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's whatever, dude. Honestly, Prana Paleo is, is exponentially better than this. Okay. But it's it's fine. I feel like if I wanted to, I I drink IPAs at, at, at bars when I kind of first get there, and I'm like really thirsty and I haven't eaten yet. Then I'll I'll, I'll throw down on an IPA. I would never throw down on this IPA, unless it was the only IPA, and I wanted to to get like a more bang for my buck. Like if it was the same price for this as like other ones, I'd probably mm-hmm. order this. If we're at like a like a like a like a like a show, like a like a concert, like a like a festival. Yes, like a something like that. You know what I mean? Like so I can a, get a good buzz going, like a uh, just like something a, like that. Yeah, man, um, you said like so many times in the last like minute. A, like a like Jesus a like a like a like a like a, like a, like a, <laughs> like a but um, probably like a one point uh, one point two five, like a probably like a like a probably like a like a one point two five. Oh my god! That's yeah, <laughs> our boy Raul did did uh, like a he did. Uh, 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 Dude, he did. Stop. You gotta stop <laughs> 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 
I wonder like how I wonder I did say like again. I wonder how long I could do that at at a bar, at working the bar until someone's like, "What are you fucking doing, dude?" I, <laughs> I can't our, see you. Our, nobody would say anything. <laughs> probably not. They probably just think I just I have a speech impediment of some sort. <laughs> but our boy Raul did leave a review oh, for this. Shit. His okay. review is from 2021, September 17th. Never had a beer like this one before. No sir. I felt like I want to sleep on Mars, but woke up on Venus. A lot of peri- a lot of weird periods too. Huh. Yeah, okay. this one is powerful but smooth, like a Williams sister hitting a serve. This one, <laughs> this one is a winner, like all the chicken dinners. See ya. There he is, like boy he, Raul. I feel like he may have wrote wrote this review after he had finished the whole can, because it's not not a lot of depth in that in that review there. Yeah, not too many references. Wild just, just the one William sisters hitting a serve like that's yeah. oh, that's so basic Raul. come on it's man. not as it's not his best material but nah. you got to give him a for effort for that one I wouldn't it's no something. that's not an a that's I, I rate that I rate that review, review I rate that review 1.75 out of three <laughs> <laughs> is that is that where we're at now we're we're rating the reviews <laughs> we're reviewing reviews that's what we do <laughs> All right. Um, my, okay. So, so my my it's a uh, beer review. Bunny Hill Hazy IPA. Um, this is good. This is a, it's a solid IPA. It's definitely not the best by any means. It's, it doesn't taste too much like a hazy. It doesn't have a lot of citrus, a lot of juiciness to it, which I love in my in my hazies. But uh, no, it's pretty good. I drink it again. Uh, pulls pour, pulls out a nice yellow. Pours out a nice yellow. <laughs> And um, pulls, you say pulls out. I said pulls out a nice yellow. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, um, okay. But you with that, it. I'm gonna have to give. I'll give. I'll give this beer a solid two. Two out of three. I'd go back to it, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to buy it. Even though I really out like out the of, label. Out of, out of, out of, here's here's out the out biggest. Here's the biggest mm-hmm. difference between ninety minute IPA is it's an imperial <laughs> IPA. It's nine mm-hmm. percent. Pliny the Elder is an imperial IPA, and what is that like? I think it's, I think it's nine. Yeah, I think it's nine. Maybe eight, eight and a half. And so, and so, I, I, I do think Pliny is a little bit. It's, it's good, but to think it's like the the end all of, of of IPAs and beers is kind of ridiculous. But now that I have drank this, it's kind of like wow. Pliny the Elder is actually really, really good compared to this shit. Yeah. Really so Pliny is eight percent. Pliny is eight percent. Ah, so it's not even nine percent. <laughs> yeah. Trash. <laughs> God, Plenty's so much better than than fucking Dogfish Head shit. But um, okay, so Raul did leave a review for my for my beer, my Bunny Hill Hazy. Uh, he left this on what was it, January second of twenty twenty one, almost two years ago. This is what he said: This one is more Playboy Bunny than like regular Bunny. Nothing against those furry little friends, but this one makes Raul think dirty thoughts in a bad way. I like that. That's it. That's it. That's it. Short what the hell and sweet. does that even mean? See, I don't know. there's a three out of a three review right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Raul, you are you're something like else. Nothing man. to do with the beer, and just I love no. It. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the vinyl stuff. Yeah. Stuff we've picked vinyl up, stuff. stuff we've listened yeah. to, listen to, and like I said, that leads into the songs of the week from us. So what do you got, Jess? Go. Keep repeating me. Just keep repeating me. Okay, so. It, it's funny when the kids do it, and then and then I, I like to throw them, I like to throw them little little toss up now and then so they can hit little home runs and feel proud about themselves. 
and they'll repeat me and I'll lead them on and say, stop repeating me, stop repeating me. And they'll do it over and I'll say things like something hard to say, you know, like big black bear. But I'll say it real fast and they'll big black bear. I say, I am stupid. And they'll go, oh, you're stupid. And then, you know, it's funny. But. Oh, wow. <laughs> but like I knew, I knew, children, I knew where it was going. I, I, I gave them, I, I gave that to them, but they don't know that I gave it to them, but I gave it to them. Yeah. I, I allowed them to have that one. That so I'm nice. Boost, yeah. yeah, I'm nice. The uh, the first thing, yeah. first thing's first. Um, first thing is first, Great place not second is first. Umaguma. I got this Pink Floyd album at the record show last week. Listened to it again this week. Um, it's just a better copy than the one I have. Mm-hmm. The one I have, the one I've been looking for, is uh, is one of like the original ones that has like the the Gigi artwork on the cover. And later pressings in the U.S. and Canada pressings just airbrushed that that out due to copyright stuffs. So I just been on the lookout for something that had the original one on it. It's just kind of unique, and I like this album a lot. I think it's really cool, very like hypnotic and airy. It's good stuff. It's so I just want to throw that out there. Love it. Uh, MC Five, kick out the jams. You gotta kick them out. We did this album on the pod. So good. This is like that that uh, 1969 proto punk shit. I had the censored version because I just haven't seen an uncensored one in the wild. I saw it mm-hmm. once at Nichols. But he had not, wasn't it? he had not paid for it yet, and the guy mm. didn't accept the offer, and so I let it it, it slip through my fingers. Can't do it. But I would, I would still buy an uncensored one if I saw one in the wild. Um, but you can clearly, you can clearly tell the difference when on the censored one because when he says "kick out the jams, brothers and sisters," like that brothers and sisters part, just it <laughs> fucking totally different. It's not even like <laughs> it a live is. thing. It it sounds like shit. It's dumb. It's really stupid. But it's a good record. We did on the pod. Check it out for a full in-depth review. Mm-hmm. Get into it. Um, I got this from Vinyl Me Please. This is uh, hip hop artist Blue, and now I'm your her favorite color. This guy's from Inglewood, California. This is uh, an album from 2011, and this is this is one of those albums that is just like it's just rife with production nuance. This record is 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 really well crafted with tons of of cinema dialogue and quotes. Like it's mm-hmm. crafted to be some sort of 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 ode to this guy's love for film. It's it's super dope. And there's a lot of movies that are in here. Half of them I recognized, half I didn't. I kind of had to look them up. But it's kind of cool because all the movies kind of coincide with the feeling that he's trying to like put out per song. And then overall, the album kind of flows from beginning to end. It's like a story. So it's really. It's really goddamn good, man. I had never heard of this guy before. And yeah, finally, please, just throws out hip-hop records. And I just say, you know what? Fuck it. I trust you. Let's do it. And I love this. I think this is absolutely amazing. His vocals aren't, like, the most polished. And I think this record at, at one point was uh, was an EP that was re-released as a full length because it's only 30 okay. minutes. And his, his right. vocal parts seem very, like, EP mixtape sounding. Um, I, but damn, I like that song. Good. That song you made me listen to is really good. Really dug yeah. it. I, I'd be down to listen to the whole the whole record for sure. You should check it out, man. Like, there's dude, there's, there's so many movie quotes in there, and they're just they're placed so perfectly, and and they they mesh well with the song, the mood. It's great. It's good stuffs. All right, I'm down. Very so what else very good stuffs. Um, what about what about your boy Wednesday Thirteen? Hold it for oh. Yeah, so good, man. You're <laughs> keeping it. I'm so stoked you're keeping it. It's so it's so funny. This is like his ninth album, right? Is ninth that, solo record, yeah. Ninth solo record, and yeah. and honestly, this is not vastly different than than anything I've I've really heard from from Wednesday, but this one just has some sort of like really fun feeling to it, mixed with really chuggy and sometimes like 
like doom metal kind of like guitar work. Like that song, Horrifier, that <laughs> It's such a super cheesy song. Heavy. Yeah, it's heavy, but super cheesy, especially when he sings that Horrifier part. Horrifier. <laughs> it's just like goofy, punky, gothic, dumb shit album that, yeah. that just has like some cool nuance to it. And I'm starting to, I'm starting to kind of like respect the, I, I'm, I don't know how to put it, but his commitment to like Halloween bits. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to respect that a little bit more. Starting to kind of like slowly come on board to it. And on on Horf, on the not that song, but on the record, there's a sequel to. I think there's two songs that are sequels to other songs that he put out like ten years ago. So, because he bases a, a lot of his songs on, like you said, horror movies, but like seventies and eighties slashers and shit like that, or like Exorcist or Poltergeist, shit like that. But and I just I, I just imagine good. guys guys like this. You you go to their house and and I'm sure he probably has a studio an in home studio that is so like like perfectly decorated down to just the color of the linen that maybe is like on the couch and the throw pillows like everything is fit within the theme like I I feel like that's a type of so approach he takes when when COVID when everything went crazy with COVID um, you know, all these bands were trying to make money. So he set up this, uh, this fan club called the Necrophasers. I signed up for like a month just to see what it was about. And what he would do is like, he would just do like dumb skits in his apartment. Cause at the time he lived at an apartment and he would just do dumb skits and like do the amount of like memorabilia and the amount of just toys he has in, in this dinky apartment. He has one room that's dedicated, like a whole bedroom dedicated to GI Joe toys. That's <laughs> all that's in there are GI Joe toys. Like he he's just he's such an interesting character, and then this record Horrifier, he um I guess he moved into a house somewhere in the valley here in California, and um and he I guess there was a shed in the backyard, and he converted that that into a studio, and he wrote, recorded, and produced the entire record in that shed in his backyard, the entire Horrifier so cool. record. <laughs> yeah, so he he said him and the other guys in the band they just like they pretty much lived at, at the house and just they all lived at the house and just re- wrote and record the record recorded the record there. So I thought that was really cool. I dig that. I I know. I I, I don't want to say this is like great stuff. I think this album is great. But, yeah, it's um, just a ton of fun. It's just a lot of fun. His music is a lot of there's, fun. There's definitely like like a, a a a tipping point to where okay, I like this music. It's fun, but it's just there's nothing here. At least this has something there. There's there's something okay. for me to. There's some meat on the bones here. It's not just like a a, a fun record that has no substance. Hmm. Okay. All right. My favorite so, song um, still is a uh, good day to be a bad guy. God dude, damn. That is just on fucking real. That's like the goofiest song on the record too. By far. I love that song so much. It's a good I, one. That's, that, that's a beyond banger for me, dude. That's, 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 wow. It's unreal. It's unreal. Oh man. That means we got to do horrifier soon <laughs> and we got to do murder dolls. The first murder dolls record. Obviously that, two different is that, episodes. Is that beyond the Valley of the, uh, of the, beyond the Valley of the murder dolls. Yeah. Beyond the Valley of the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Murder Dolls, yeah. From Planet Wednesday, 13? Yep, yeah. exactly. Well, that'll be fun, yeah. <laughs> it will be fun. Google, Google, Google. We'll um, skip on to do, to do that Murder Dolls record, too. Yeah, friend of the pod, Skip, is is a, is a is he a, like a Wednesday fan or just a Murder Doll fan? I think he's just a Murder Dolls guy. I don't know I don't know if he's really that into his solo records. Maybe a couple of them, but I, I've never really heard him talk about it. So, who knows? Yeah. We'll okay. see. Okay. We'll find okay. out. Okay. Um, so, what else you got? The, the lively ones, the lively ones, their album Surf Surf Drums. This is just another surf band from the early early to mid sixties era. This group was from Southern California. Released five albums in like just over a year. 
which Jeez. is fucking insane. Mostly cover <laughs> songs, obviously. That's all these fucking people did. Their biggest, uh, their biggest break was probably Pulp Fiction. Actually, probably it was Pulp Fiction. The last scene that has Sam Jackson and Intervolta walking off, um, walking mm-hmm. out of the diner, is set to the Lively Ones song. Oh, which, okay. Which is fucking cool because now that I now that I, I'm thinking about it right now, in my mind, I, I just I just kind of like got off a a, a Western movie bender. And I never realized that that last scene with Travolta and, and Sam Jackson walking out of the diner is like the stereotypical cowboy riding off into the sunset. Like yeah, the way, I guess so. Huh? The way everything is set up, they turned. I think they put their guns in their in their in their shorts, right? Because they're wearing like the 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 gym shorts. <laughs> yeah. They they put their guns in their shorts and they turn to the left, the right. They look and they turn their backs and just walk out as like the sun is is kind of in the background, and that's kind of fucking cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Solid I never movie. thought of Solid it. Solid movie. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is this is a cool ass band. Nothing like too out of the ordinary or anything. Just I don't know, really obscure and fun to listen to. I really like it. Where'd you get um, this one at? All those? This was no. This was in that 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 uh, that two thousand record pile. This is the oh, last. God. Let me see. Let me. I guys got a I think this may be like the last thing that I kept from that two thousand record thing. Maybe possibly. Oof. Yeah, just a lot of cool stuff. I don't like it. That's cool. All right, very good. It's very fun. good. It was a cool. The song you made me listen to, I liked it a lot too. I thought, oh man, this this is uh, Beach Boys, and then I looked. I'm like, ah, oh, that's disappointing. Oh, I fucking hate the Beach Boys. He's wait. Ooh, baby boy, you just wait. Mm. Lionel or uh, not Lionel? Lionel Richie. Lionel Franklin. <laughs> Logic Vinyl Days. This is Logic's yeah. album that he that he just put out this year. Damn, and really? Okay. I've, God damn, I love this album so much. It is so, so good. And there's a slew of of guest people. Like it opens up with Morgan Freeman saying that that logic is the goat. And by all accounts, everything I read online, that's Morgan Freeman. And he has all these other people like that is on there. Michael Rappaport, the the comedian actor mm-hmm. guy. He calls in and leaves and leaves logic a message that is so fucking funny. And he calls him like a dork and like a four-eyed freak of nature. And this this other guy calls in and, and calls him like this this squint. He said, "He said, don't fucking come at me, you squint-looking motherfucker." And it's oh, dude, it's so funny. All the skits are hilarious. The record is great. I think this is his best record. I'm not a huge Logic fan, but I think this is fantastic. And this is this is for sure my top five of the year, as far as really uh, releases. Yeah, I love this a lot. It's just. It's just rife with like great songwriting, kind of introspective lyrics for Logic, right? Because he retired and then came back, mm-hmm. and then also just like playing around with 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 paying like homage to his idols. There's 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 Beastie Boy samples. There's fuck, I don't even know. It's 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 a good record. Check it out if you have. I, I like Logic. I mean, we we did Logic on the old the old format with Justin, friend of the pod, mm-hmm. Justin. That was a lot of fun. That was a great record too. I don't even I don't remember the name of it, but it was really good. That was like the first time I had ever even listened to Logic. Yeah, it was Justin's idea. I, yeah. I didn't expect Justin to like to like Logic, but you know, that was a good choice. It was it was a good choice. It was a fun record. Um, I don't know. Do you even what was the name of that record? I I can't even remember. I think we did every everybody. Was right, it? that's I when I had the, the the suicide hotline. Yeah, that was everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. And all right, so what else I, you got? And that's that's uh, that's it, except for my pick of the week. My pick of the week is the Beach Boys, baby. Ugh, ugh. Their album, it's called "The Beach Boys Love You." 
Mm-hmm. It's not just like love you. It's uh, I don't know, really stupid. But it's their twenty first album. This is their twenty first <sighs> album from nineteen seventy seven, and <laughs> man, this is this is just this is just another very forgotten album, especially by the band. This Brian produced and wrote almost the entire thing. It's very it's very similar in approach to Pet Sounds, but this one is obviously incredibly heavy synth driven. And this the song that I picked, um, "Good Time," is not even like the most synth-driven song on the album. There's, there's, god damn, there's a lot of synth on this album. But I think this is fucking unreal. I think this is so good. This is totally different than everything Beach Boys had ever done. This is like a precursor to the new wave movement coming in, mixing like synth-driven songs with heavy pop melodies and a lot of bigger uh, new wave artists credit the Beach Boys and specifically this album as inspiration for them becoming new wave artists. And the song I picked good time. I don't know, man, this week, this week has been a fuck ton of beach boys. I've listened to so much beach boys this week. It is. How many records do you have of theirs? I think I have maybe 10. It's nine too many right there. That's stupid. You're just being (laughs) stupid boys right now. Okay. Uh, just whatever yeah so so good time this this chorus this chorus is is just it's it's unreal this chorus is unreal when brian comes in and he hits those high notes mm-hmm. i i fucking melted dude i there were, i listened to this in the car when i was picking up the kids from school and i was on my phone like on spotify rewinding listening to that chorus like seven times in a row just because i it was Jeez. it just it hit me dude it hit me right in the feels you can't see me, but i'm pointing my finger in my chest that's where the feels are that's right where they are, yeah. Yeah. I mean it was a good it's a good song, but I, I just I don't get I don't get the Beach Boys at all. They're, I don't get why they're great you're singers. So Brian Wilson's a thick headed good song. Yeah. Uh, all right, well we'll let everybody else judge. So here is good time from the and Beach judge. Boys. My girlfriend Betty, she's always ready to help me in any way. She do my cooking, she's always looking for ways she can make my day. And when I'm looking at her, the sound of bitter patter on rainy days like today can get you feeling warmer. She's kind of skinny, and so she needs her falsies on. She don't like cooking, but she's so good looking. I miss her when she's gone. And when she gets to dancing, I feel just like romancing, especially when we're dancing clubs. She'll do the dirty boogie, and that's when I go up in smoke.
That is Good Time by the Beach Boys. It's good, man. It's a good song. It's way more uh, way more layered than a lot of their stuff from the 60s. We gotta, you got to stop. Like, you got to get out of, of the Beach Boys being surfing USA, surfing safari, surfer girl. Yeah, no, like, I know. I, I listened to that one record uh, it was a few months back uh, that you made me listen to. What was that one called again? Which one? Pet Pet Sounds? No, not Pet. I know Pet Sounds is good. It's great. Smiley, Smiley, Smile. Yeah, that's, Smiley, that's Smile. My favorite. Smile. Yeah, that's the one you made me listen to, and and that one was that's a really good record too. It so is. I have I, I just counted them. I have nine Beach Boy albums. The first, the I have, I have two comps that are pretty much like their first five records that all the big hits on them. Like mm-hmm. the, I think you have probably have one too, right? Don't you have the Endless Summer comp? Beach I, Boys? Uh, yeah, I do, and then I have a live record of theirs. Oh my god! I ten. I do have ten. I actually have eleven. I have two live Beach Boy records. <laughs> so I have eleven Beach Boy stuff, dude. Like I'm telling you, man, you start with even you start with even like like summer days. That was that was two three albums before Pet Sounds, mm-hmm. and then you pretty much go up until this. Love you, and that's uh, there's ten albums I think there in that time period. All yeah. of them fucking fantastic. All of them, just off the bat, I would give two point five or above every Damn. single one of them. It's a bold this statement. One, this one was this one was a little bit tougher because I had I had read kind of like polarizing things about this album, saying that there's a lot of synth, it's very pop driven. It's the melodies seem like they're going to be talking about things a little bit more serious, a little bit more deeper or complex, but the lyrics are very childish. And there's there's mm-hmm. a song about how much they love Johnny Carson. There's a song where they're literally just talking about like our solar system. But if you just don't listen to the lyrics and you kind of just focus on the melodies and music, this is this is pretty goddamn good, man. And this song was was Brian Wilson and, and, and Al Jardine, mm-hmm. and um, Al was was the guy that would always always like check on Brian to make sure he was doing okay. Just you know during yeah, the yeah. De- deterioration of Brian mentally, you could see like live videos of them, and you would always see Al kind of walk over to, to Brian as he's on the on the on the keys. Mm-hmm. And you, he'd always like you don't know what he's saying, but they're always whispering off mic, and you just have to assume that he's like, "Hey, you, like you good, you okay?" And that's fucking cool, man. Like Al would he constantly tour with Brian after everybody kind of left, even after like 1980 when like the that was like the last time they were all together. Really, Al still stuck with Brian, and uh, I don't know, that's cool. Yeah, I it like is. This, I like this album. I fucking love this song, just because it's it's new to me. Just because I'm I'm still a little little wet behind the ears on this album. <laughs> This is my top. This is my top Beach, Beach Boy songs here. That's I like that's it. something. That's I something. like it a lot. That chorus, dude. I'm telling you, man. It's a good chorus. It's a good God chorus. Damn, that I like chorus that. Is fucking good. I like that. That kind of ska part too. That's playing. That the organ is playing. Yeah. The dee 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 dee. Yeah. That, that and the way good. the chorus cool. like it, it drowns off, so you think it's gonna go back into the verse. It kind of just stops. Everything kind of just slops and slows down, and then it goes back again. I just, man. Beach Boys, unreal stuffs. Well, okay, it's good. It's good stuff for sure. <laughs> it is really good stuff. I talk shit, but it's good. I just can't. I mean, I just can't sit there and listen to a shit ton of Beach Boys. I listened to I think seven albums this week of the Beach Boys. This one twice. God damn. Ah. That's that's wild. That's too wild for me. Uh, not wild enough. Some may say. All right. Wild and crazy kids. <laughs> That's a good show. 
Um, so do we, do you have anything else on the Beach Boys or the song? I mean, or I'll album? go all fucking day with the Beach Boys. Well, I, I know you probably mentioned two albums. I can do other ones. We can talk about Surf's right. Up. That's a good. It's a good proggy one. You probably like that one. That's, <laughs> that's what you said about Smiley into. Smile, but I thought well, it was Smiley good, Smile is is just is just a better, more rounded Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds is great. One of the yeah, greatest albums of all time, but not because of like the songwriting, because of like the production and what yeah. they were doing with it. Smiley Smile, I think, is a better Pet Sounds. But Wild Honey was there. That's a fucking fantastic one too, and that one came out just after Smiley Smile. That's their their branch into like soul and, and R and B music. Fucking great. Surfs up, I think you would like. It's a little more prog rocky, a little more like psychedelic kind of sounding. I mean, I'm always down to listen to listen to something new. All you gonna fucking listen to is probably like Wednesday Planet Nineteens or something. Fucking Wednesday Thirteen and Smashing Pumpkins. That's all I'm gonna listen to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, all right. Let's move on. I only have one thing. Um, my backlog is done. I have no more backlog. I have no more backlog until this weekend when I stop by your house. You're about um, to get a lot of it. I'm about to get a lot of it. Yeah, but yeah, no. This is the last of it. Uh, it's the album by Bootsy Collins called Ah. The name is Bootsy Baby, and um, it's a it's a second record, but it's with the uh, it's with this band called Bootsy's Rubber Band. And it came out in 1977, and uh, this is a really good funk record. It was co-produced with uh, George Clinton, or Bootsy co-produced it with George Clinton, obviously, because they're BFFs. And um, yeah, I mean, this is solid funk music, but I will say I'm not going to keep it. So if you want it, I'll sell it to you. For sure, I'll sell it to you, but I, I'm just never going to go back to it. It's just... It's just not my thing. Like I, I really think it's cool. Like the funk stuff is really cool, but I, I don't like it enough to want to listen to it multiple times. But it's still a really solid record. Okay. okay. And I feel like you'd play it way more than I would. So I'd rather just get it to you and then. I'm interested. I know because I know you wanted this one because you don't have it, right? No, I love Bootsy Collins. I, I think he's he's fucking fantastic. I think he's so goofy and so full of himself. I love oh, him yeah. the same way I love Rick James. Like I. God damn, they're just it's so fun, it's so goofy. I didn't grow up listening to funk or, or soul. So it's a little it's a little bit different like when like getting into it now. But I I don't know. I think it's great. I love it. It is. It's really good stuff. And he has that that star guitar, that ridiculous oh, yeah. uh bass guitar. Yeah, man, it's good. Did you really? Yeah. Was I there? Uh apparently not. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that. I'm sure I would remember it if if I had met him, but I don't, I don't remember that. Must have gone without me, but that's fine. Um, anyway, yeah, this you is without um, me. I know I did go without you once. <laughs> so we're even. We're even. Um, yeah, I, that's where I met uh, fucking. Oh, you met Head, Head. from from yeah, Corns. That's right? Yeah, you met Head that why, one time. Why was I think I only waited in line to meet Head just because you weren't there and I wanted to meet yeah. somebody that you had not met. He's the only member of Corn I've never met. I met everybody else, all the touring members. I've met all of them, oh, except wow. for Head. Yeah, Head should have been there. One. We actually had a good conversation. We had we had lunch. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you did. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you did. I still talked to him. Actually, we were just <laughs> talking earlier today. That's funny. Ah, uh, you're just so full of shit. So full <laughs> of shit. All right, so uh, I'm gonna play a little bit of the song "Rubber Ducky" from uh, Bootsy Collins. So here it is.
it is rubber ducky from bootsy collins you like this song right yeah it's so good it's just, it, it, it is it's really just so good. goofy like it's the confidence to even sing like that right it's just it's yeah. so cool it's definitely like the the predecessor to what hip-hop became in the in the early 80s yeah. the way he the way he sings and everything has it has that bounciness to it that the 80s hip-hop had which you cool. like the 80s hip-hop shit. You like that goofy-ass shit. I do. I love that goofy-ass shit. I really do. The goofier, the better. Ah, hell yeah, man. Yeah, Clap I just listened to... Um, buddy. Got what uh, it takes, because I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these is the breaks. <laughs> That's a good fucking song, dude. I do like that. I do like that. I have that on the <laughs> vinyls, actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, but then also this week I listened to... Um, fucking, what's the record? Young MC. Young MC record. Oh, yeah. So good, man. Like a perfect 80s hip hop right there. It's, it's great. It's, it's fucking unreal how good Bust a Move is. I know, right? It has not. That's a good, that's a good karaoke song because it's just, it's so fucking cool. There's, I mean, it's like four and a half minutes, though, but you, you got to like know your shit, though, to know that one. Yeah, a lot definitely. Of words. A lot of words. But that's, that's, that's such a fucking cool ass album. I love the record. Solid stuff. All right, so that's all I got for the vinyls. Um, let's move on. Some new music, another happenings in the music world. Sound good? Yeah, yeah. All right, so a couple records came out, or an EP came out that I, I listened to, I liked. This is a band I know that you hate. Uh, they're called Crosses, and they put out an EP called Permanent Radiant. And Crosses, it's the singer from Deftones, Chino. It's his like, electronic uh, side band. I think they're really good. And you probably didn't even bother with this EP, huh? Of course I didn't bother with this EP. You're the worst. Don't care. Degaff. But it's really good. I don't care. It is really good. Something. So I'm waiting for the vinyl release of this EP. They've only released like the singles on vinyl on 7 Inches, but I know eventually they'll put out like an actual proper EP or they'll probably put out another EP and then combine them as one LP because that's what they did last time, but... I mean, um, like, really, my least favorite part of the Deftones, and that's that's saying something because I don't like really any of the Deftones. I know that is, that's, but the worst of the worst of it is Chino. That's a shame, man. You'll get there someday. You th- you never thought you'd get into Metallica, to Misfits, to Nirvana, to Wednesday Thirteen. No, no, all those are seventy five percent of that is false. Twenty five percent of that is one hundred percent true. 
<laughs> I never thought I would get into Wednesday 13, for sure. <laughs> but Nirvana, like, I, I've always liked Nirvana. I've always liked what I've heard from Metallica. What was the other one you said? <laughs> oh, the Misfits. Oh, misfits, Misfits, yeah. I didn't, I, no one ever exposed me to them. <laughs> Except I probably did. You just didn't fucking listen. I, I heard, this I heard, but I didn't listen. You did not listen, yes. All right, so uh, band that I like. Um, you clap? I did clap, yeah. I can't believe you, you heard the clap. Guy, why are you clapping? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so this band, they're called Paramore. I just clapped again. I don't know why I'm clapping. Uh, <laughs> Paramore, they put out another new song called The News. Did you listen to this one? I did not. I forgot. Okay, well, I'm going to play it right now because I really like this song. So here it is, The News by the Paramores. news the new paramore song good stuff man did you listen to any of it no no okay well it's good i i like pop paramore i think it's way better than the stuff that they did on riot and their second record that's okay one of the big things we disagreed on disagreed upon on the uh the paramore episode a couple months ago but uh it's true their pop stuff is better than their pop punk stuff for sure it's it's something it's something (sighs) much better it's much better anyway so uh yeah i guess we'll talk about paramore more as they uh put out more music put out a new record so the last thing here um this is not a new song or anything but uh composer angelo Badalamenti died 85 years old if you don't know who he is he's the composer who did or he did all the music for twin peaks and he's done a lot of david lynch stuff like um blue velvet and and mulholland drive and stuff like that but really, Twin Peaks, the music in Twin Peaks is, it's so cool, man. It's so fucking cool. But yeah, he died at 85. So just threw that out there. I know you don't. The music really for Twin Peaks it. was really cool, though. I did like the music. It's so different. There's nothing. There's no show or movie that sounds like Twin Peaks. It's very, very unique. Well, good show. I liked it. Great show, man. Good you show. never finished it, though, but that's fine. I did. I finished the first season. Yeah, but you didn't finish. Mm-hmm. You didn't do the second or third. We, I, I went like halfway into the second season then I realized that they stopped looking for Laura Palmer but I don't remember or the killer but I don't remember them ever 
saying who the killer was. I just thought it moved too fast, and I just I lost interest. So you never found out who the killer was? I, did these? They, I don't know. I don't. They know. They say it like maybe f- the fifth or sixth episode into uh, the second season. They reveal who, who the it? killer is. I'm not going to tell you. Spoiler. I'm, I'm literally going to Google it in five oh, seconds. You just don't God. tell me. It was her. It was her father. It was Leland, but it was. It wasn't Leland. It was a. He was possessed by a guy named Bob, who oh, was a yeah. killer. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. So Leland would rape and and torture Laura and eventually killed her. Yeah, because you didn't like know what he was doing, right? What do you mean? Like he didn't. That wasn't him doing it. He didn't know what he was doing. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He was possessed by Bob. Yeah, and that's the thing. I feel like because I I do remember them saying that we introduced to Bob that character earlier on, Mm -hmm. but then I feel like it just moved on so fast. Well, he Bob wasn't really supposed to. Like he wasn't, I think originally he wasn't supposed to be shown ever, but that guy who plays Bob, he was in a shot by accident. Like he was in the background and then they noticed it after they, they did it that he was, cause he was like part of the crew. He wasn't even an actor and he was accidentally in a shot and they're like, well, this is actually looks really creepy. Let's just use you as Bob. And then that's how he got the role as Bob. He was just a crew guy that was accidentally on, on, in, in the shot. So. It almost seems like like I know we went into the twenties thing and that was that was fun. There was a lot of really crazy nuance to those episodes, but it almost feels like like it was like a lost thing, like the show Lost, where where they had an idea, mm. but they didn't know who was going to be Laura Palmer's killer until well after they were already knee deep in the shit. Well, it was also at least from what I remember reading, uh, David Lynch never wanted the killer to be revealed. But ABC pretty much like forced him to, so he pretty much said like it was kind of like a fuck you. So he just did it really kind of not half assed, but he just kind of threw it out there. And then everything after Laura Palmer, I think he just kind of phoned it in. Him and Mark Frost kind of phoned it in after that, because yeah, they they didn't want to reveal uh, the killer ever in the show. But whatever, that first season is perfect, perfect. Yeah, the first season was fantastic. I loved it. I just I just felt like the second season. Um, yeah, the second season doesn't get better, that's for sure. Yeah. But it's still solid. The third season is fucking weird and just weird. <laughs> I wouldn't weird even say it's weird. good. It's just fucking weird. But whatever. I gotta rewatch that. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. Do, okay. we, do we have anything else on this episode, or should we should we finish and then get on to album yeah? Of the week? Let's finish and get on to the album of the week. All right, well, thank you all for listening. Right. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. And, uh, you know, tell all your friends we're the best in the world. So um, keep listening. Listen, Check out the main episode where we get into The Nightmare Before Christmas, original soundtrack. So that's dumb. it. That's all. What's dumb? Dumb. Too much.